Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with you with another podcast. Today we're going to take a look at the character sheet and some more details. I know I've uh, posted some previous podcasts about additional skills, abilities, perception versus investigation. Um, we're basically going to do a character sheet breakdown um, and discuss how certain parts of the character sheet can help newer DMs and GMs organize their information behind the screen or in your notes to kind of give you some insights into um, how that information can help you run your game, adapt to things as always, you know, here to help, here to learn, here to educate. So I know we've gone over abilities, gone over investigation, perception. Here's the thing. The way the electronic character sheet is organized is obviously designed to be organized in a point-and-click fashion for the player. Obviously, the printout will have a very different four-page look and feel to it. With that being said, um, the content is still the content. So, one of the things I always recommend having clear understanding of is obviously the character's name their lineage, um, their backstory. Keep bullet point organized notes of their backstory. You don't need to keep the entire content of their backstory on record. Just pick out the pieces that make sense for you to have it organized in such a way that you can use it to adapt to plot hooks or, you know, narrate to their backstory. Um, initiative bonus, which is used for all your combat encounters. Armor class, good to always have and know what it is. Their current HP. The nice thing about the current HP is you can, you don't need to ask them information and you don't need to hover over whether or not they're tracking their HP correctly. You can just do it for yourself. It's mostly for certain high-level spells that maybe your NPC or Big Bad is using, but keep track of their HP. It, it's important. It'll help you. Um, and, it, you know, keep the flow of the game going by knowing that, especially when you're in a combat encounter. As always, know their passive perception. Um, it's important to know that um, so that you have a understanding of what they can and can't do. Now here's the thing, I will often also keep a note of their character defenses and conditions, right? Because if they have resistances, immunities, or vulnerabilities, that may play into your narrative as a DM or GM, how you, however you're allowing something to fold, unfold. And, you know, obviously if those areas are blank, you don't need to worry about. But like for surprise encounters, uh, if they're traveling through severe heat, severe cold, it's good to know what those are because then as part of the immersion, you can um, 
uh, you know, kind of uh, play out some role playing for them while they're traveling through these extreme conditions, which may have some kind of interaction with either their defenses or conditions. Yeah, obviously, if you want to keep a full copy of the sheet as a reference tool, you always can. It's not a big deal. Um, but don't burden yourself with too much information. It is the player's responsibility to be the player, not yours. Um, now, in the senses box, right, where passive perception is, they now have a passive intelligence and a passive wisdom. Um, it's up to you whether or not you want to use these for... Um, well, they've got passive wisdom in there twi twice, and it's more about perception and insight from a passive pers perspective. Um, you know, the passive intelligence for investigation. I think it's good to know these numbers because, once again, it allows you to narrate to them if something is specifically being either hidden or out of sight or being deceptive and they're not actively physically actively you know making the inquiry they have a high enough passive you know perception passive investigation and passive insight it helps the dmgm kind of narrate so it can like create a cue or create a trigger for them to respond to um don't worry about attacks action bonus action reaction you know uh backstories under other um features and traits sure if there's something in features or traits that um that you feel might be helpful um for example if they're a natural explorer they have a favored enemy um you know certain you know uh, certain class racial traits or feats that you feel like you might need to know give it a cursory review keep the parts that make sense to you to have um but if you, you know, once again, don't burden yourself with too many notes. You clearly want to know the most important pieces based on the character sheet versus, versus the stuff that the players mostly need to understand and focus in on. The probably the last thing I will recommend on here um, as, as a potential note taking now, under additional skills, there will be bullets that identify things as being proficient. It might be helpful for you. I know I do this. Um, it might be helpful if you add those to your notes. So, for example, if the player character is proficient in five particular additional skills, do the notes, add them to your notes summary of the player character, um, because you may find those proficiencies helpful to your DC check, your DC number, and how you ask the player to do a check, right? So if if you know players proficient in insight, then you may narrate differently or infer differently or treat the immersion differently because of their proficiency. And because of proficiency, they have a better chance at the DC check and the DC roll. So it would probably help you to know that. I would also, I, I often add a favored weapon uh, so that when I'm describing encounters um, from a combat round perspective, I can immerse them in how they're using their weapon within the encounter. So just some thoughts. 
<laughs> let me summarize here really quick as always um uh their basic proficiency bonus their initiative and armor class current hit points um any defenses or conditions that you think are helpful bullet point only notes as it relates to their backstory it's up to you if you want class features racial traits or feats as part of that note summary you know kind of leave that up to you all their passive numbers are good to have make sure you have the passive numbers and then a list of their proficiency skills um, the ones that say you, that they're proficient in that particular skill hope these help um, as always stay safe out there if you want more of this contact uh, content please uh, support us on our patreon website dungeon master academy on patreon um, uh, you know two dollar coffee goes a long way um, in helping me upgrade the studio be able to get more content um, once my studio is upgraded i plan on developing uh, videos as well so thank you for listening and we will talk to you again <laughs>